Hello and welcome to the RPG Academy Presents Ghosts of Saltmarsh. I am Tom, and I'm privileged to bring to you our latest offering, where I will be running a thrilling, ocean-themed Dungeons & Dragons campaign for my good friends, Jake, Alex, and Troy. For those of you who don't know, we launched the RPG Academy Presents show on Twitch last year, where we ran through Waterdeep Dragon Heist, and you can catch our entire campaign now on YouTube. For our latest campaign, we wanted to offer our podcast listeners a chance to join in with us, so we've decided to bring our stream campaign to our podcast feed. With this said, each of these episodes was originally recorded as part of a live stream show on the RPG Academy's Twitch channel. There may be times where we reference the chat or make visual references, but we've attempted to minimize these as much as possible. The goal of this show is to show you, our listeners, how we decided to play through one of the official Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition modules. We try to use as many elements in the books as we can, but we also want to tell our own distinct story. For this particular story, we will be following the tale of the three estranged Morgan brothers. Gus Morgan, played by Troy, Steric Morgan, played by Alex, and finally, Morgan Morgan, played by the ever-serious Jay. These three brothers have not seen each other in 15 years, and have now each received letters from an unknown sender requesting that they come back to their childhood home of Saltmarsh immediately, as their father has died. The only problem is that they've never met their father. We hope you enjoy our story as we dive headfirst into a tale of family, the high seas, and way too many nautical-themed puns. Let's set sail. So I wake in the morning and I step outside and I take, take a deep, deep breath, breath and I get, get real high and I say, scream to the top of right. my lungs, what's, what's going, going on? on? And I say, hey, 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 I said, hey, what's going on? Hello and welcome. Hello and welcome. Hello and welcome. I I had you all muted. I should have kept you muted longer, but all right. (laughs) Are we still muted? Are we muted now? You you are muted now. (laughs) So hello and welcome to the (laughs) RPG Academy Presents Ghost of Saltmarsh. Should (laughs) have... Troy, I unmuted you and then you took a big old swig of ice. (laughs) You said I was muted. (laughs) Now... We're professionals. We are. So we're pro. We're pro. So um, anyway, we are going to play some more Ghost of Saltmars. I am so ready to play some games because I feel like I haven't had um, an outlet. I have a, interaction. I, I, I haven't humans? had as much interaction with humans. Yes, I have. Um, I've obviously been with my family. It's great. We've played games and everything. But we're used to all of us. We're used to playing so many games all the time and i'm running on empty right now my boys so do not disappoint me all right oh be ready for some disappointment um so no we're gonna play some we're gonna play some ghosts of salt marsh and some dungeons and dragons wait and what we have yes oh we shoot and we have tonight we have troy and jake 
and special guest appearance of Alex. Well, Alex, as I made a big old announcement last session that Alex would not be with us for a while because he got in a big play and was going to be practicing because he's basically a movie star. And then all of a sudden, as we all know, everything was canceled. Oh, wait, did everything stop because of something that's going on? Yeah. So that's a um, shame. Yes, everybody stay safe. Make sure you wash your hands and, and go from there. Well, and don't just wash your hands. That's the mistake I made for the first week is I was only washing my hands. Like, no other part of my body got washed. And apparently that's also bad. So find, find yeah. a happy medium between those two things. <laughs> <laughs> So, but let's recap some a little bit. All right. Can we start from so, the beginning? Because it's been so long. I don't know who I am. <laughs> yeah, we should start it, over. New campaign. Who it's does? two weeks. It's been two weeks. Hey, you all are it's been the, Morgan, the Morgan brothers on a quest to rebuild the familial bond that you have not had in years. As you have now set off to learn more about your father's legacy and who he was and to make a name for yourself in the the southern coasts of Kyoland in the Azure Sea. And after getting in a little mix-up with the Sea Princes and potentially the Scarlet Brotherhood and the criminal underworld of Saltmarsh, you've left that and let that chaos now fester in the town. And now you are off in order to repay some debts that you owe to one Captain Zendros, who is the the magic shop owner in the town of Saltmarsh. And she has asked you to venture out and find the lost ship, the Emperor of Waves, and recover a magic item on said ship. She doesn't know what that item is, but what she does know is that the Emperor of Waves was a transport vessel for the Circle of Eight, which was an ancient order of wizards and powerful beings. So, she knows that that ship was lost, carrying a very valuable artifact. She wants you to bring her that artifact, and she's going to pay you 10,000 gold pieces. Each. No. <laughs> Are you sure? We keep trying. We'll go back and listen to it, but I'm pretty sure it's not each. <laughs> but... And also, she's going to pay your debt so your magic items just won't turn off. So, pro tip, if you, as a dungeon master, if you ever want your players to do something, they won't do it, just turn their magic items off. Yeah, pro tip, if you really want to lose some trust between your players and yourself, just go ahead and turn their magic items off in the middle of a fight. Oh, it's, it's such a good idea. You heard it here first at the RPG Academy, where if you're having fun, you're doing it right. And I had a lot of fun doing it, so... <laughs> Well, by that logic, Tom, you did it right. I did. So, we are... You all basically went right to the Emperor of Waves after making a slight detour at the floating city called the Flotsam. Yeah, Flotsam. Flotsam. I got that mm-hmm. right this time. And you ran into one King Jeffrey Propes, who has asked you all to recover an idol, and he will grant you an advantage. Mm-hmm. That can... In the next immunity challenge. <laughs> He's going to give us some peanut butter and jelly sandwiches if we win. And a chicken. And a chicken. 
And so, but that is just kind of a little thing. If you want to get the masthead, he's asked you to recover that for him. When you made your way onto the Emperor of Waves, the ship was absolutely dilapidated and falling apart, and it's going to sink at any moment. But when you actually made your way there, you found out that the whole ship was just covered in spider webs. It was very scary. Was it not, Troy? It was pretty scary. It was, especially when you dropped down to two hit points. Yeah. What's that word I'm you almost used? dead. You say dilapidated? Dilapidated? That's a great word. It's a great word. Is that a, is that did I say it right? That's the word that yeah. I try to use in my campaign, and every time I use it, everybody makes fun of me because I can't come up with another word besides dilapidated for a building. <laughs> it's a, hey, it's I, a great I, word. So that is Jake's. <laughs> they look at you. That's Tom. Yeah. Uh, he's just gonna look at you. Look at you. It's, it's everybody when you talk typically people look at you <laughs> yeah that's why i don't say it because i just assume i just say when they're not looking at you i'm just so descriptive you know i'm <laughs> he's over communicating that's what he's doing so it's no you communicate. it totally is you you all found out there's this whole the whole interior of this ship is coated in spider webs and the Vessel, you found that the crew may have been turned into spiders. Turned into like spiders and spider people. It's all very traumatic. Gross. And on the ship, you found the navigator's room where you recover. Jake, what did you recover? I recovered a map that leads back to where this artifact was originally discovered because I was like, hey, if they're going to pay us so much money for whatever artifact is here, who knows what else is left wherever this artifact was dug up from in the first place. And this map was blood red and etched in all sorts of nasty, evil looking black ruins. And as we all know from fiction, this is totally a map that you want to follow. Yes. So this yeah. group, absolutely. <laughs> yes. So that's when you're in the navigator's room, a glop of green gelatinous ichor just dripped onto your shoulder and you looked up and there was a giant spider. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Mm -hmm. And that's where we ended and that's where we're going to begin tonight in the navigator's room. So before we really hop into it, does anyone have any questions for me? Yeah, um, so, since it's been, like, two weeks IRL, do I have more than two hit points at this point? See, but here's the thing, Troy. You leveled up, right? I no, did level up. we didn't level up. Remember, no, Troy I, had... I leveled to the correct amount. You all had been... You all have been playing at level four. Troy's still like playing <laughs> at level one. I remember he was level three because you're like, this is recommended for four people of level four. And I said, yep. we don't even have our three people. We don't even have two people. We got one person at level four and one person <laughs> at level three. <laughs> so, Troy, what you could do is those mm -hmm. hit points that you rolled, add those okay. to your. So you'd be at like 12. Cool. Yeah. Sure. Well, no, I'm up to nine. Nice. Okay. Perfect. 
Cool. So, what I do want to know is Steric. Yeah. They all went out and got on this boat. What were you doing on the storm? Your boat's called the Storm Chaser, right? Yeah. Yeah. I keep this. What were you doing on the Storm Chaser? Uh, well, I had definitely uh, fallen ill uh, prior to our, our journey. So I was staying below deck, um, recovering uh, with Salty Jim bringing me some of his famous shark fin soup, which was not helping at all. It was making it so much worse. But, but he, I was so weak from it all that cycle. I just yeah that I just I couldn't stop him from force feeding it to me. That mm-hmm. but it would just immediately come back up as soon as he'd leave the room. But your social distancing helped you to recover. Is exactly, that what that's what I'm crowd? saying. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> We're full of so many great public service announcements tonight, folks. That's right. Um, Eat your shark soup in your home with your family is what we're saying. Uh, man, we have. I can't wait 50 years in the future when somebody listens to this. This is going to be like a piece of history. It's going to be like Fallout 4. Someone's going to have an old computer with this podcast pulled up to the exact <laughs> right moment when we talk about how we saved ourselves no so the so they'll think so, they won't know it's a story they'll think it was real life yeah Whoa. exactly the, the world has changed so much now so steric you're laying yeah. in bed you can feel uh, the the gentle rock of the boat and then all of a sudden you almost have like a clear vision of your brothers in danger there's a flash of light as you wake up oh i hope that wasn't me no and also there is there is a white spectral orb that is floating in the center of the room Uh this is always normal where you are great a dissonant voice speaks from the orb and it just is gonna it's gonna say to you mind the shadows do not give in to the evil and then it's gonna this white orb is going to just disappear that's normal uh, okay. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna... Yeah, I think I'm gonna think that, like, maybe I'm still just not feeling well. I'm seeing things, I'm hearing voices. You're in almost like when the, the, the orb kind of fades away, it's almost like the voice kind of just changes into Salty Jim's voice because it's almost like this weird vision as he now bursts into the room almost like interrupting this vision and he's steric steric there's commotion going out on deck the emperor of waves there's something going on your brothers are in trouble what where oh and then just flustered i'm just gonna like get out of the little cot i assume or bed whatever is on the ship uh that i've been uh, recovering on okay and stagger out of the room and all right. move towards the uh, deck of the okay. ship all right we're gonna let you take a little lifeboat 
over there. And, or if you wanted to swim, like really cool, like jump off the boat. No, I feel terrible. I'm not going to go swimming. Okay. I I haven't, and plus I probably ate within the last 30 minutes, which is why I also am seeing things. So, okay. Perfect. It's not a good idea to swim. PSA. All right. So, Gus and Morgan back in the navigator's room. How, what's going on? Well, I assume we need to roll initiative, right? I, I was going to give you a chance to do some story stuff, but that's cool. Let's roll initiative, guys. Ooh. <laughs> guys. Uh, well, I mean, story-wise, I kill everything in the room before rolling initiative. <laughs> uh, no, I was just going to give you, you know, if you wanted to say something really cool. Oh, but okay. That's okay. I say, I wanna... let's squash these bugs. Okay, that'll work, I guess. All right, so everybody got to roll initiative, Gus and Morgan. And Steric, you can go ahead and roll initiative, too. Sure. And I've already rolled initiative for all of the bugs, so... Mm, off screen. Off screen. I did it ahead of time. Well, look at you. Just look at him. Just look at him. He's just gonna look at us. What? Alright, wow, 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 Morgan, rolling 20s over there. I rolled a 3. Okay. That's good. Actually, you uh, rolled a one, Troy. Hey, listen. There's no failure here when it comes to initiative. Crit fail on initiative. You lose your first turn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Morgan, you're up. I'm up. Uh, so am I engaged with this creature yet? Like, Can I move freely without him giving an attack of opportunity? Yeah, let's say so because he's not like on the ground with you yet. Think like he's like above you a little bit. Okay, perfect. I'm gonna move five, ten, fifteen, and I'm gonna shove my brother out of this door. Gus, are you okay with me shoving you out of this room into safety? I'll allow it. All right, you can you can move your bad boy outside the doorway. Okay. Okay. And I'll move to here, and I will go ahead and pop a arcane shot. I will do Ooh. a bursting arrow, I believe. Yes, because it will hit this guy. Um, um, They're going to get got. So I'm doing a bursting arrow, so I imbue my arrow with force energy. It detonates after my attack, immediately after the arrow hits the creature. So, here we go. I'm shooting the the big boy. 10 piercing damage. And then him and the other two people in the room are going to take 2d6 extra damage. Just from like this arrow just like exploding. Yeah. So that'll be 4. And I'm right here. I shot him through there. Uh so that'll be 4 extra damage. So the one guy takes 14, the other two take 4. And inside that room, Morgan, you kind of saw there was just there's a uh, all sorts of swarming bugs that you hit. Then you hit this giant spider, and then there's also one of it looks like one of the crew that is one of these spider people. Spider people, spider, spider, spider people, people, spider people. people. Okay, does whatever spider people does. When, uh, Gus and Morgan, when you all when you sh- Morgan when you shove Gus out and you pop out, you see Steric out there. <laughs> <laughs> Steric, what are you doing? Well, I'm rowing a boat right now. I assume I didn't think I was over there yet. Am I over there already? Yeah, we oh. we just kind of 
Cool. Yeah. I'm so You're fast, super guys. Good at it. I'm super good at rowing boats. Yeah. Well, this is technically our second fight. Yes, it is. So I'm almost envisioning oh, Steric. Like you're like climbing over the deck, mm-hmm. as they—that's where they see you. You're like climbing over the deck. <sighs> all right, and it's technically your turn. Oh, uh, all right. So spiders in there. We'll close the door then. What do, What do you want me to do? And I'm gonna like move this direction. Um, not walk straight towards the spiders, but move over here next to Gus. Uh, and I will have, is the door open? I assume. Yeah, it's pretty rotted, so I don't think closing it would do a lot. I don't say that. I just kind of shoot you that look. And that look, I wanted to encompassly say all of that. All right, well, (laughs) okay. Uh, what side of the boat am I climbing up on, Tom? It's up to you. The outside. (laughs) What side of the boat is facing the direction that I came from? We'll say this side right here. So, Alex, these yeah. stairs right here, they just lead to the little top deck. You can see up here and everything. There's nothing really up here. All right. So, in that case, but it's fine. We're going to pull up my little uh, light crossbow thing. I'm going to go pow, and I'm going to hit it for 17. <laughs> Goodness. And give it a good old seven damage. Um, is that, what kind of damage is that? Piercing. Okay, it's resistant. Ooh, dang, half Mm. damage, that sucks. Okay. But a 17 Um, hits. That's my goal for the remainder of this campaign, is I'm going to be checking all of my monster stats, you know. Gotta know these things. Because that's good for an audio medium. It is. It obviously is, because I... I I love D and D, you know, for the for the rules, for the you numbers. Know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It is going to be the swarm of insects turn. It's just kind of. It's not really doing anything. It's just it. Stare. You hit it with the crossbow bolt, and uh, some of the insects go start fleeing everywhere. But they're really not doing anything for you. The giant spider, though. <laughs> I'd like to uh, after I take the shot and hit it. Even though I, it only did, even though it's resistant to it, just like, it, is that it really? Some little spiders? We dealt with worse than that back in that haunted house. And then the turn. And then teams. you could just hear like the skittering, <laughs> and all of a sudden, a bunch of webs just come, just shooting out of that door. Right. And they're going to go ahead and try to hit Morgan. Because you're standing right there. Is that a deck save? I no, I rolled a twenty-two for it. Yep, that's a hit. Alright, so you're gonna be restrained, and as an action, you have to make a DC twelve strength check to burst the webbing. Right now? Um no, it's as an action. Oh. Or the webbing can be destroyed, and it doesn't do any damage to you. Yay. As as all sorts just these webbing just, it shoots out like a big old clump, wraps you up immediately. Ooh, uh, Please help me, Steric. Not like this. All right, Morgan, but it is your turn. Oh, no. Wait. Why? Um, Let's see. Once again, you, everybody, Troy did not use Rule 20 correctly. Troy, hey, it is listen. your turn. Sorry, guys. It's been a while. Um... <laughs> All right, so 
Gus has been pushed out of the door, has fallen onto his his back, but as he looks up, he sees uh, a glint in the moonlight, and he notices at the top of the masthead is an idol. Tom, do you have do you have like a uh, a mental image of what this looks like, or do you want me to to play? I'm gonna allow you to do it. Okay, so as he looks up to the top of the masthead, he sees what appears to be um, uh, some sort of metal um, in, engravement, um, as well as the statue of a large spider on top of this masthead. Um, he gets up off of his back, and with the... Um, the vigor of the storm giant strength potion that he drank oh, in the last. Oh, I forgot about that. That he drank in the last session. He's going to try to tear down the mast. <laughs> <laughs> Not climb it. He's going to try to tear it down. Um, okay. I assume it's been here a while, um, so this shouldn't be impossible. But he does have a lot more strength now than he did before. And I love the idea. Like this would not be something that you could do, but you have to, you have it's a magical potion. It you are magical. roided out right now. I remember earlier when we were talking about how DMs love to just take away magical stuff. This is the opposite of that because it's fun. <laughs> okay, do it. Roll a roll and a strength. Strength. That's a twenty-four. <laughs> okay. describe what happens all right so um he you know with the the idol glowing brightly in gus's eyes he's staring upwards and just bear hugs the mast and just with one swing just brings (laughs) it crashing down onto the deck um as the idol kind of tumbles off to to the to the side of the deck a little bit and up against kind of the railing. Um, he pounces towards the idol and that's his, <laughs> that's his movement just kind of over to the side. Okay. That's, that's, that's your movement. That's my movement. Okay. There is, I just roll 20. has got this cool thing where you can just search for an idol. Mm-hmm. Just like weird, just weird images. I wonder what this is going to look like when I, when I drag it out. <laughs> did, did, we, did we say there was an idol there, or Troy, did you just create this idol to exist? No, Jeff, remember Jeff King Probst. Jeff Probst said that we needed to get the masthead. Um, but and, isn't that on the front of the ship? It is on the front of no, the ship. The, the mast is like part of the... Yeah, but the masthead is the, the, it's the head of the ship. It's the head of the ship, uh, but well, you know, I, I, I liked where Troy it's was. Fun. I liked where Troy was playing. And so what we're inv- what I'm envisioning now is like the masthead is more like the mast hat. All right. <laughs> 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 it just right. goes to show you, I'm the only Morgan that has any ship knowledge. Listen, <laughs> I, Googled, I googled masthead. If you Google masthead right now, it says. Um, the highest part of a ship's mast. I mean, that makes sense to me. Right? And the mast is where all the sails go up. And if you're saying, hey, raised to the masthead, that's, you know, indicative of you wanting to put the flag way up there, you know? 
All right. Yeah, the mast hat where it was just kind of perched on top. I'm sorry, I just had to leave for a second. I'm not sure if you guys heard like banging in the background. Um, my cat is got injured in a pretty sick cat fight out in the middle of the street. And um, anyway, she's being really weird, and she got trapped in my office closet just now, and she was hitting like banging her head <laughs> against the the wall instead of like scratching like a normal cat. So figure head. Clear- it's a figurehead. Tom. You're a figurehead. What's a masthead? A masthead is literally exactly what Troy said it was. Boom. A figurehead goes on the front. A masthead is the highest part of the ship's mast. So there wouldn't there would be no mast hat. <laughs> it is it's no. On this ship they have a mast hat and well, it's this idol. I'm just gonna now, I'm gonna take a page out of Troy's book and I look over and I see there's a chest Full of magic items. <laughs> so I'm just no, going to run over there. No, listen. So Jeff Probst definitely said it's on the masthead. I have I that written down in my player notes because I'm a good boy when it comes to writing things down. Or typing yes, in this instance. You are. Also, I want to go back for a second. I want to emphasize to internet. Hey, internet, listen. The cat fight was not a sanctioned Tom Cantwell event. <laughs> Okay, but my question is, why are you not having your cat practice social distancing? This is the exact kind of thing we're talking about. Animals are immune, aren't they? I have no idea. (laughs) But you have the idol, and you have a... Yes! You have a mask... I'm not getting voted out at the next tribal council. (laughs) You have a mask that you could potentially use. I plan on it. Thank you. And it is now going to be... Oops, gotta go back, because... It's Morgan's turn. That's right, it's Morgan's turn. And Morgan, he's gonna do the only thing that he has left to do. I'm gonna run away. But you first have to get out of the bond. Oh, I forgot, I was in bond. Alright, let me look here. You gotta make a strength save. Alright, um... I guess I'm going to use my action to to break out of the webs. A 13 succeeds? Yeah, it's only only needed to do a 12. Hooray! Hey, Yay, my strong brother. Well, you're free. You're free. Okay, so I'm free, so now I'm going to run away. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. You will take an attack of opportunity. Oh, yeah, let him try. 21. Yep, that hits. Y- You'll take seven slashing damage. As as you start to run away, its claws just kind of rake your back. Yay. Oh, yeah. You ran away. He did it. Insects don't do anything. The giant spider is it cannot fit through this door. Well, mm, well what happened shame. to my turn, bro? Oh, yeah. It is <laughs> Steric's turn. <laughs> I got all confused with Gus not being on the the initiative track. Dang it, Gus. I'm trying to stay stealthy. Okay. (laughs) Don't want him to know when I'm going to strike. Makes sense. Uh, All right. So I am going to reach in my little component pouch and pull out the twig uh, uh, that I retrieved from the tree that Gus blasted with the lightning breath potion. 
Mm. And I'm going to wave it around for a second and mutter some weird thing that comes out of nowhere. And I'm going to lash What's out it sound towards... Like? You wouldn't... It would hurt your ears if you actually heard it. It's not... It's crazy. And I'm going to... Uh, step backwards as I'm doing this motion and lash out at the whatever this creature is right in front of me uh, with Witch Bolt. Ooh, ooh. Love me some Witch Bolt. Oh, yeah. Witch Bolt, Witch so, bolt are you using? Uh, the, the good one. <laughs> <laughs> the, the level two one. So, D20. Ooh, that's not great. Plus six, a 14. Yeah, that'll hit. Sweet. Uh, so, oh, seven damage. Seven. Wow. Woo! Oh, man. That's so good. And then, you... uh, yeah. And then I will use my Tempestuous Magic ability. And uh, that was all. Uh, the, a gust of wind uh, will basically lift me up and push me back 10 feet. Uh, not provoking opportunity attacks. Oh, nice. Since I think numbers are pretty cool, just to let you know, Alex, just if it makes you feel any better, you only hit that creature with 30% of your potential firepower. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I know, okay. right? It's sad. And so this spider, it's just gonna... Its legs are just kind of flailing outside this door, and you see chunks of wood starting to come off. And it doesn't look like it's going to be able to get out. If it would do it for a while, it potentially could, but it's not. doesn't appear to be an immediate threat. You see this spider-like humanoid just kind of step out onto the deck. This moon that you described earlier, Gus, shines on him and gives you a closer look at him. He's just, his face is just all cut up and bloody, but you still see the, the garb of a sailor. And... As it slowly starts its march towards you, Gus, mm-hmm. it is going to try to bite you, and it is going to roll a six. Yeah, that's it not is gonna not going to bite you. And then, in a moment of desperation, it tries. It's going to roll a five. Yeah, that's not going to do it either. I'm roll. These are all like nat ones. Wait, rolling five? What? Five dice? What's that? He's rolling five what? A five. That was like my, my hit. Oh. Yeah, that's not going to do it. No. And my next roll is a nine. Mm. Yeah, that's not going to do it either. That's brutal. Yeah, that's not great. Okay. It is now Gus's turn. All right. <laughs> Gus is going to grab the creature and throw him off the edge of the boat. <laughs> into the water is that just like straight up strength or is it it's gonna be it's gonna be contested okay i'm a strong boy oh not great 14 okay this will be versus my athletics man 17 yeah so it's fine um so i hug this creature (laughs) i guess um bring it in we dance towards the edge of the boat Okay, maybe you kind of pushed him a little bit towards the edge. Yeah. Oh, through the idol. <laughs> yeah, through the idol. He's going to take the idol and jump off no, the ship. No, he's not. <laughs> okay. Is that your turn? Yeah, that's my turn. Morgan, 
you're up. You see Gus tangled with this creature. Like, metaphorically, though. And I will take a shot with my longbow. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and take a negative 5 penalty to the attack roll to do 10 extra damage. Okay. So it's going to be a whopping 16 damage. That's pretty solid. So what is this skill? What is this skill again? It's just called Sharpshooter. I took it as one of my level ups instead of... Uh... Yep. Instead of, uh, instead of the ability score yeah, so increase. Ability score. So I have mastered ranged weapons, and I can make shots that others find impossible. Attacking at long range doesn't impose disadvantage on my ranged weapon attacks. My ranged weapon attacks ignore half cover and three quarters cover. Uh, and before I make an attack with a ranged weapon I'm proficient with, I can choose to take a negative five penalty to the attack roll. If it hits, I add ten to the attack's damage. Okay. Sounds pretty sweet. It is pretty sweet. All right. Is is there anything else you want to do on your turn? Uh, I think that's all I can do. All right, Derek. Uh, all right, this thing is still standing, so the witch bolt continues. Um, it does. For... You don't have to roll your attack. It just it just keeps going. Yes. Oh, we're moving up. We doubled our damage from last time. Fourteen. Okay. That's pretty solid. This thing is not looking good as Morgan's arrow hits it and then your witch bolt just is continually being held on it and Gus is trying to grab it. <laughs> okay. Trying to hug this electrically charged Spider-Man. Spider-Man. All right. If that's all you want to do. Yeah, that's all I'm going to do. And it is going to jump off the side, not jump off the side of the deck, it is going to go ahead and use spider climb. And it is going to climb, like scurry over the side of the deck. And Gus, you will get an attack of opportunity. Hmm. Um, I would like to... Can I use the mast for my attack of opportunity? Okay, I want to swing it like giant baseball bat style. Is it... Oh, no. <laughs> Okay. What should we have happen to your mask? Oh my gosh. I rolled a one. <laughs> well, wood would float, right? Like, yeah. Like you're Man. You're. I hate everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. You, you just, you it looks, you make it ground. seem like you, you heft this <laughs> massive log and just fling it incredibly far. Like it's nothing. We'll have to get that and, later. And this creature is going to scurry off the side of the deck, and Gus, you see <laughs> it crawl into a hole <sighs> below deck on the side of the ship. And it is gone now. Technically, we are out of combat at this point because okay. the giant spider can't really Man, do anything. It's Gus just kind of stuck there. So unless you all wanted to go back in there, but the only other stuff on top of this deck here. You have the idol, and then there's this there's this grate right here, and then back through this door, there were Just some the stairs idol. going down as well. I grabbed the idol. But that's where there was another swarm of insects in this room. I mean, so could I just uh, stand right here and just keep firing arrows and kill it? 
you can. Okay, boom, Sweet. boom, boom, boom. A few seconds yeah, I'll later, get close he's enough dead. to use lightning lore also. All right, you all just target kill practice, this. Kill it. I'm gonna use my lit torch to get rid of these bugs. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So as you kind of you Indiana Jones style, we said that we could do this. They kind of just flee into the corner. All right. Is there anything else in this room? No, you all just recovered the map, and that was it. And then there are some stairs that lead below deck. We ready to go down, boys? What? Yeah. Uh, remind me what we're looking for here besides the idol thing that Gus wanted. We're looking for <laughs> some sort of black box. Oh, that's right. Why? I got it. Because our debts for our magical items, of course. That's right. Our, yeah, that's right. Our magical items. Uh, Gus, so. how you looking there, chap? I mean, I have the immunity idol, so See. I feel like I'm doing pretty good. I can't be voted out. See, Steric, so let's go get this Steric box. when he says, oh, that's right. Or when, when uh, uh, Morgan mentions our magic items... Just gives a look because Steric does not have any magic items. It is all Morgan's magic items uh, that yeah. we are paying his debts off for. I had magic items Listen. for you, but you weren't here last session, so oh, well. Yeah. We're family though. They're well all yeah, of I mean, our that's debts. why. I love how you all haven't seen each other in like 20 years and then all of a sudden Gus is just like, Yeah, mm-hmm. all of Morgan's debt, that's mine debt mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Well, listen. Like we we have a ho- we have a house together, you know. We have you know land. We potentially have a political seat at the table in Salt Marsh, and you know we've done all this in record time. It's, uh, um, truly, as brothers, our family crest reads the Morgans. They always share their debts. <laughs> as you t- I'm just envisioning you looking right at Steric when you're saying this. Well, I'll yeah. leave the way down. No problem. Please do. Okay. I'll go in the middle. So, when you start to go down, you see that it's an enclosed room. It's very tight and very musty. And you, there's almost the smell of ox. Like, like the smell of dried blood. And the only... You see a... This is a... Think like a bead curtain right here. Oh. And that's the only kind let's, of... Let's get our is fortunes. Greg from Brady Bunch living in there? <laughs> How do you like that dated reference? Man. I don't even... That is a deep <laughs> cut. Mike, Michael will get Hello, it. Hello, welcome. It. <laughs> welcome, it's 2020. Listen to our Brady Bunch references. I didn't have Nick at night when I was a kid. Me either. I didn't have television. Same. We we just watched it. My mom would buy the DVDs from the dollar store, and we just that's what we would watch. Mm. Didn't wow. we? I used to have a cardboard box, and I would make my little brother like act it out. <laughs> my my our dollar store DVDs were Little House on the Prairie. So uh, I love Little House on the Prairie. Oh, okay. It's good old Laura Mary. All right, so. Nobody likes Mary. All Guys, right, let's, so. let's talk about all the DVDs we liked during our D&D campaign. Alex, what DVDs did you like when you were four years old? When I was four years old, DVDs weren't a thing yet. 
But okay. thank you for thinking I'm so young, Troy. <laughs> Troy, I must be like right. 13 so years old. Okay, so so we get static shocks as we walk across the shag carpet <laughs> on the boat. <laughs> so to the bead door. Uh, is it dark down here? I imagine it is pretty dark. Do you all have dark vision? I have dark I, vision. I do also. Gus. I think Gus, yeah, Gus, I'm pretty sure has dark vision too. Yeah, I think I developed it. <laughs> but I also okay. have the torch. To, you know, I mean, I have the, the, I can create light too if we need that, so. I have the torch to, to back away the, the bugs. Cool. I'm just going to take the torch and I'm going to throw it through the beads. Ooh, that's a, Morgan, Bold I'm going to give, Morgan, I'm going to give you Inspiration. inspiration wow look at that yes. i just i just got it, uh, it back yeah yes and the ship explodes no. <laughs> the ship explodes i love excitement that's why i gave it to you no you see some spiders scurry about and they kind of get out of the way oh so they were hiding yes behind the beads and while you have that torch mm. there these spiders are not gonna bother you so like could i just shoot an arrow into this spider and then it'd be dead um, probably. These are pretty small spiders. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do it just for the XP. Okay. Yeah. It's all about the grind, yeah. you know, because that's how I play games. And then I'll just, you know, Tom, as a GM, I'm over here counting XP. But here, here, flavor-wise, I don't shoot it. I just take my arrow and just stab the top of its head, and then you know, clean off the arrow and re-knock it. And then you say something like, "They should call it exterminator." Ooh. Good. Yeah. Do you say mm -hmm. words? I say it exactly like that. Okay. Very cool. Okay. But now you have to do it in Morgan's voice because we're an yeah. audio medium. Yeah. They should call an exterminator. They should call an exterminator. Exterminator. That was a weird mix there. Yeah, I feel yeah. uncomfortable. So you, this is kind of like this. This is almost like. Morgan, it opens up into like a central kind of hub for the boat. There is, and it is, there are more webs here than you've seen anywhere else. All right. There are several swarms of insects that you can see. These insects are crawling around every which way. And around the corners, you see several doors. Uh, also, hunk hunkered over in the corner over here, you see another one of these spider creatures, but it doesn't seem to be paying you much notice, as it's just almost kind of laying there in the beetle position. I'm going to open this door right here. Okay. Do sharks have a... <laughs> sharks. Do spiders have a fetal position? Well, it's a man spider, so like, it don't just they has, just... like, the head of a spider and the body of a walrus with really tiny spindly legs. And the head of an egret. <laughs> the head of an egret. Yes. Sounds uh -huh. like a horrifying but Yeah, I thought creature. spiders just... Spiders just come, like, out the gate, crawling yeah, around. Yeah, but this is like a spider with some legs. Yeah, I wasn't joking. Like, if you look, <laughs> look at the wood. art for these things, <laughs> Eight of them. Troy, they, that's exactly how they look. They have, like, the body of a walrus. With like little tiny spindly spider legs, just two. They're bipedal, and yeah, bipedal yeah. spiders. They're spider people. So it's not an. Oh, it's not a gross. spider with eight human legs. Correct. Well, that's absurd. oh. Yeah. 
Tom, I want to <laughs> open worse. this door. Um, I want to show. I'm going to show. Uh, can you see this? Oh, Ooh, that's. Oh, well, it's I unpleasant. Guess they weren't as spindly as I thought they were. I, that's the body of a walrus. If I ever saw. Okay. One. I wish I were an audio listener right oh, now. Oh, it, it's like a purple bulbous-looking Spider-Man. Just the way I described it is pretty much right, except their legs are it thick is. and muscly. Jake, you are going to be so excited that you went into this room. This room is filled with smashed furniture, crushed wooden boxes, and other debris, all covered with thick layers of spiders. There's nothing in this room. I don't know why, but for some reason I thought you were going to say, this room is filled with Super Smash Brothers memorabilia. <laughs> I'm going to search through the, yes. the, the stuff for treasure. Ooh, okay. I want you to go ahead and roll an investigation roll for me. So, wh- why investigation and not perception? Investigation is looking for and looking through stuff. I guess. But why would you? Why, why would you think perception? Because I'm perceiving the room. Whereas investigation, I imagine that's like, you know, trying to put pieces together. Okay, I, I'm okay with that. Roll perception. Oh, okay, perfect. Twenty. <laughs> <laughs> Alex is like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm 100% like that because I know you'd be like, no, roll investigation. <laughs> because that's what you're doing is you're investigating the materials to see if you can find Alex, anything. Alex, I don't, I don't, Alex, this is the reason I don't care. I don't feel like fight with it because it's cool. These areas contain nothing of interest. <laughs> I'm sorry, Morgan. I'm not squashing your creativity okay. here. We want to. We want to play the game like it's written. Well, perfect. Then we'll do the old-fashioned Morgan 101. I'm going to light all this debris on fire and shut the door. It's The wood is awesome. very, very wet. <laughs> Man, okay. I'm, I'm going to head back to the that's, robo. I mean, that's fair, <laughs> This though. dungeon isn't like... for me, guys. But there are other rooms <laughs> with some very good loot. We need to find the box. I'm going to step out of the hallway, yeah. and I'm going to shout to the Spider-Man in the fetal position. <laughs> and I'm just going to say, hey, Spider-Face, what are you doing over there? It's going to just kind of peek its head around and just, it's it's like chittering noises coming from it. I don't speak Spider. It stands up and just kind of tilts its head to the side. Hey, Gus, you got some weird things going on. Can you talk to the Spider, yeah, too? Yeah, Gus, talk to the Spider. <laughs> I'm... I'm offended that you would think that I could talk to the spider. Does the spider uh, speak common? Not so far. <laughs> yeah, not so far. But you, what is? You keep trying to shout stuff at it. Maybe try to communicate with it. All right, I want to. Well, hey, spider. I'm gonna do like a little dance. Oh. To, to kind of, you know, put my hands out like. Where where's the good stuff at? You know, and maybe do some spins okay. and stuff because spiders are very directional creatures. I okay, imagine. so this would do you want to say that this is a? Would you say this is a performance role? Yeah, I'll go performance. Okay. <laughs> how does a how does a four uh, go? Yeah. Two crit fails, Troy. You don't roll two crit fails. Okay. So, I'm, like, really bad at rolling tonight, apparently. The spider starts to become agitated as Gus is doing a little dance to him. 
No. Yeah, you're you're I'm... rolling up a newspaper action and then swatting your hand. <laughs> it's really not. It's not vibing with him. No, I feel like your 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 dance more is like it's very fluid and you're you're undulating. <laughs> <laughs> I'm undulating, all right. <laughs> Towards the spider. <laughs> okay. So the spider is confused, or he's about to like beat us up. It's confused. Okay. Can I? Tr- can I? All right. Speak I turn back around. Elvish. I can speak Elvish. Ooh. Speak Elvish. I'm gonna say in Elvish. We come in search of a magical box. Okay. So this is interesting. It is going to speak some very broken Elvish to you. <laughs> of course it is. Be, and all of this is going to make sense in a little bit, okay? Gus, you need to just mm-hmm. just go with it, okay? It does. It speaks to you, Morgan, in a very broken Elvish language. What does that sound like, Tom? It's like an... It's basically a Nakian. So What, what we'll does put, that sound we'll like, We'll put it Tom? in post. <laughs> We'll put we'll put this in post. You can't speak Anakian, so you can't you do can't it. You can't speak this it, or is... I wouldn't understand it. No, no, you can't speak it. It's impossible for the human tongue to. It's like saying Voldemort. It's like saying Voldemort. Say it so one more time here right now. It's when he's saying when he's speaking to you in Elvish, you just hear Voldemort. Voldemort. Guys, <laughs> over and Troy, over you're making me uncomfortable by saying that so much. Oh, I'm dying! Ah, get out All of right, here! All right, so what does he say in broken Elvish? I'm a Hufflepuff. I ain't scared. <laughs> Troy, guys, we we read in the newspaper. Troy's been murdered mysteriously. We're all we all know why. All right, so all right, so what is he saying? What did you say to him? I said we come in search of a magic black box. The box is a curse. Well, allow us to relieve you of it. That is impossible. Speaks very They've tried. Krell has tried to do it for years, and he has not been able to lift it, and every time he tries, we sink further into this depravity. Well, the Morgans haven't tried. Alright, this thing is just going to point towards this doorway down here. Hmm. What's he saying? He just points. He points that way, and he says, "You'll find Krell through those doors. Be warned. Right. He's dangerous." What's he? What's he saying, Morgan? He said that Krell is behind this door, and oh, do you guys not speak Elvish? No, guys, we nope. grew up in Elvish lands. How? How? How in the utter living worlds? Did you all three of us grow up in an Elvish town and you never learned to speak Elvish? You know, listen, while you were having your your Elvish lessons, I was out on the streets trying to provide for this family. You know, I learned uh, primordial and celestial, not Elvish. <laughs> we had different teachers. <laughs> Steric just like, yeah, always trying to make Morgan, you know, feel inferior. Yep. I learned the hard languages. You know, that is so. true. That is very Whoa. true. I was taking those AP classes. Yeah. 
<laughs> Stare at that guy. He... 14 intelligence. And Gus was just canceling his classes. He wasn't even going. <laughs> Stare yeah. at that guy who learns German instead of Spanish. Uh, that would, yeah. Okay. That's true. All right. I'm gonna kick open the door, and I'm gonna say, <laughs> "Krell, we have come to release you from your bonds." Thank you for joining us for the RPG Academy presents Ghost of Saltmarsh. If you'd like to join us for our live-streamed episodes, make sure to follow and subscribe to our Twitch channel at the RPG Academy. You can follow me at BezkarTom on Twitter. Please feel free to join our community by following the links in the show notes to our Discord. As always, we appreciate your support. And if you're able to and wish to support the show in any way, head on over to our Patreon. The music that you're hearing right now was composed by Kevin McLeod and is used under Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License. And finally, don't forget, if you're having fun, you're doing it right. Uh, every day is another day closer to Halloween.